も続くような青の季節は四つ並ぶまだこの前を遮るものは何もハロー、アーいいですね。Comic Con just happened as well in San Diego last weekend.、Um, so we got some things to cover there and,、uh, and some news things. And、um, you o k n we're w going to get to all that. But Brian, before that, is there anything you've been doing, watching, any of that stuff at all?、Um, watching, thinking about it, I don't think so.、Um, I watched, <laughs> it's unrelated, but I watched like. Half of Pulp Fiction over the weekend. Oh, half. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just didn't like It's a long movie, you know. Is it? How But, long is the movie, man? I'm actually okay, curious. Okay, it, it might actually not be that long. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> let, me, let me see real quick. It no, is. Yeah. It's like 2 hour 30, so it's not that long, actually. That's pretty long Anyways, for an older movie, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But just didn't finish it. However,. I really liked it. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like Quentin Tarantino's name has been dragged、mm, um, for the past couple of years.、Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, like Pulp Fiction is like really good. I really like the stories and stuff. And, like, Kill Bill. Kill Bill's goaded. Oh, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. And、um, it's kind of weird because, like, you know, like 12 year old Brian was like, oh, yeah, Quentin Tarantino's like the deepest person ever. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and. So, I wanted to watch Pulp Fiction to see if it would like hold up, like if I'd still like it today. Oh, so、and、it wasn't your first watch? It wasn't your first watch? No, no. I've, I've seen the movie like a trillion times, like、gotcha. especially like when I was in high school and middle school. Yeah, okay. But、um, yeah, I watched it today for like the first time in like a long ass fucking time. I don't know how long it's been since I've seen Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And、uh, I really enjoyed it. I think it still holds up. Wow. Yeah, there it is. That's one of my.、Uh, You know, Watch of Shames that I have not watched yet actually is Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Pulp Fiction? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Because, like, I feel like people were like, oh, yeah, you like Pulp Fiction? Reservoir Dogs is better. Oh, okay. But yeah, of course. To those people, I say no. I think <laughs> Pulp Fiction is actually better. Reservoir Dogs is good. It's definitely good, yeah. like a little under the radar when it comes to、um, Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah. But I don't think it's. I, I know it might be like the basic. <laughs> um, answer, but I don't think it's good as Pulp Fiction, honestly and truly. And there's a reason why Pulp Fiction, a lot of people say it's like the best movie ever. I mean, you know, there's reasons for that people put these movies on the top of their list. You know, it's a good、yeah. movie. You gotta put some respect、it's, on the name, dude. You know, some respect on the name is great. <sighs> but I、okay. think that's the only thing interesting so far, honestly. 
Oh, wow. All right. Pretty simple there. Well, I guess um, for me, though, so I've been, Fate Go had its anniversary a while back. We mentioned it, right? And mm -hmm. this is the only time in Fate Go where four meta servants come out that you kind of, yeah, and it's rough because first, you want them all. You want them all. And you first, Melusine came out. And then a few weeks later, we got um, Morgan. And then uh -huh. after that, for the anniversary, we got uh, Koyanskaya of Light. So we got her. And then, of course, uh, we got Oberon, uh, lastly. I I was super, super fortunate, and I did get all four of them. I don't oh, know how that's yeah. possible. Really quickly? You no. Know, well, so when Melusine first came out, I got her, and it was no problem. Oh. But then Morgan's Banner came. I did not get her. So I was like, that sucks, whatever. And then Koyanskaya came out with the anniversary. So I got a bunch of free St. Quartz ended up getting her and then i got oberon also i got lucky so and then after this all happened um and uh, lost belt six was wrapped up they did another re-release of morgan's banner for uh, everybody completing lost belt and i said here you go here's another uh, banner of morgan which i was very surprised about so i uh, i threw some quartz at her and um i got her so i was Ooh, very la, i was very la. happy yeah there goes my luck for the year man though i'll tell you that <laughs> i think i'm done no don't say that maybe maybe you're gonna get everything that you want this year Oh, man. I mean, these, these are like my four servants that I want really badly. So at this point, there's nobody that I really want until um, maybe next year anniversary. But, yeah, I mean, it's looking good. I mean, I'm happy. And, of course, next year anniversary, we're going to get a ton of St. Quartz because you get three St. Quartz for every servant you ascended one time. So, uh, you know, you, you can get, I think, up to 12 per servant if you have a max ascendant. And I have, I have every servant... Um, a one star, two star, three star, four star. All of them are max extended on my account. So that's a mm -hmm. lot of Saint Quartz. You're gonna get a, a lot of fucking Saint Quartz. You're gonna be rich. You're you can get up to a thousand. Economy. Yeah, you can get. That's right. You can <laughs> You're get up to a thousand. Saint Quartz economy. That's what I do. That's what I do. But... So yeah. So Fate Go's been great with that, and of course we're not gonna get a, a loss belt for a very long time, which is gonna be the final loss belt we're gonna get, which is seven, and then we're gonna get a whole new timeline with Fate, which you've already kind of seen with people playing the JP version. So mm -hmm. if you don't care about that, you know, don't look at the spoilers because it's kind of a spoiler and whatever. But uh, other than that, though, video game wise, it's all I, I, I did play the first Pikmin. Uh, I'll tell you, Brian, I oh, mentioned. OK, yeah, I played the first Pikmin. Yes. It was a lot different than I thought. It's a, a timed game, you know, where you got to do shit before sunset. I did not know. It was, I did not know anything about this game at all. So, you know, you got to do um, tasks before sunset. And I didn't expect that. And then, of course, you have 30 days to do this, you know, every day before sunset for 30 days to rebuild all of our ship or uh -huh. you're, I think you're screwed. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens, but I'm already Did at the final, it? I'm at the final mission right now. Um, oh, okay. It seems, it's pretty short, honestly. Like, it, it feels short. You know, I think you can 100% it, uh, but and I think there's no need for it because you need to do a, you need to gather a certain amount of his ship parts, not all of them, just a certain amount, just enough to get him back to his family what he keeps mm -hmm. saying so are you liking it or what like what's the what's the pikmin vibe okay um i i do like it since i'm, I'm at the final level so i'm i'm, I'm enjoying it obviously because uh with video games nowadays i can drop them pretty easily but yeah i'm enjoying this a lot i just don't like the time system i i, I hate mm -hmm. it it's so much pressure on you to do things fast and then you have to sacrifice pikmin and send them over here i just think it's a, a lot to think about 
I don't like that. I, I, I heard that Pikmin 2 perfects this system of timed, and I heard that Pikmin 2 is the better one. So uh-huh. um, after I beat this one, I'm going to jump into Pikmin 2 for sure. Because I, I, yeah. if it's not as bad as Pikmin 1 in terms of like uh, timing in the gameplay, and, and it fixes all the problems, I'm here for it. I'm excited for that because it's going to be great. Cool. But, we'll definitely keep us updated on that because I would love to hear um, what you think about it. And just kind of, I don't know, I think it's cool when like, you start from game one and then you finish it like kind of mm. like seeing the progress of the game right you know it's really dope yeah and uh, pigpen 4 just came out as well so yeah that's yeah true. and i hear people have been really liking it too yep yep i heard that same thing so cool keep that's, me updated will do boss so that's all i got for video games so um i watched two movies uh mm-hmm. barbenheimer i did watch these uh, yes awesome did you do it the same day or what no it was impossible because barbie is so sold out so it was kind of impossible so for real mm-hmm. oppenheimer not so much um uh, but i did watch it late at night like at ten fifty five was the only time i was able to go on friday night so i got out of the theater like at two in the morning which is you know God. brutal damn did you do it at imax at jordan commons I did not because that was even more packed. So I couldn't. Yeah. Everybody was trying to watch it. I think right now, like, if you try to get on Craigslist, you can get IMAX tickets for, like, you know, quadruple the price of what they go for. Yeah, they fucking wish. Yeah, <laughs> they that's, fucking wish. That's hilarious, dude. Yeah. yeah oh, my God. I want to strangle people. <laughs> like, okay, no. No actual no bull threats. But the, the audacity people I have know. to, like, think, buy a fucking Oppenheimer ticket. And like, oh, yeah, I'm going to totally sell these on KSL for like four times more. That's no, insane. No, fuck you, buddy. You're the worst type of person. Like somebody, like a lot of people, you felt society. Society didn't fail you. You felt society on that one, buddy. 100% agree, Brian. These people like, go out of their way just to ruin everybody's experience and just to make a little extra money for no fucking reason. And all I got to do is wait an extra week. Then I can watch it in IMAX, bitch. Fuck you. Like, whatever. Yeah, honestly, like. Mm-mm, not it. Yuck. Nope. Not yeah. it. So I did watch um, Oppenheimer at night. And then on Sunday night, since we had that extra holiday Pioneer Day, I watched mm-hmm. Barbie because Barbie was so sold out. Every, even in the mornings, it was so packed. It was insanity. It, it already made more. It, it, made, it was the biggest um, weekend box office, right? It even beat Mario. So that's that's huge. Hell yeah. Fuck Mario. Mm, I was just yeah. kidding. Not fuck Mario. It wasn't that bad, but still. I understand what you're saying. I mean, I think uh, <sighs> Illuminations, LOL, L. Okay, so Oppenheimer, let's get into this one. Great movie. I enjoyed it a lot. Fantastic. I had a horrible, horrible theater experience, Oppenheimer, though. Um, oh, shit. I got three or four guys sitting next to me and my brother, and they were on TikTok. They were on YouTube. They were Snapchatting. I'm not even shitting you, bro. They were playing their volume so loud. Those people during were, the movie. During the movie, they were so uninterested in Oppenheimer, dude. Like, I think they went to go watch the movie for the hype. Uh huh. That's yeah. the only reason why, because it's like you know, it's a ton of political things in Oppenheimer. It's a biofilm about Oppenheimer. It's not about how cool the bomb is. It's about how devastating, how horrible the bomb was. Nothing mm-hmm. cool at all. And so during like the final half of the movie, it was all like a court session, you know, because he was accused of being a communist, you know, in history. And it was going through that with him and Louis Strauss and going back and forth. And these guys were 100% uninterested in this. And like even throughout the whole movie, they were playing their volume extremely loud. And, you know, when there was a scene where, you know, you see Cillian Murphy really, 
you know, in thought and it's supposed to be this deep moment. You get out of it when you hear this fucking, you know, TikTok in your, in your right side <laughs> of your ear hole. Oh, my God. Like the worst fucking audio. Yeah, it was. Honestly, that was horrible experience there. But oh, that sucks. a that's fantastic so movie. This is probably my second favorite Nolan movie now. Um, of course, mm-hmm. it's Interstellar is still the first, but this one's fantastic. I think he learned his lesson from Tenet. Tenet had too many masks on where you couldn't understand these people. They're all mumbling. And mm. now in this one, I feel like he really enhanced the audio when they had to speak, and it was uh, really well done. I liked it. Now, let's get into Barbie really quick. Barbie, okay. Sunday night, 10 o'clock as well. Uh, we went in. Uh, um, people thought it was gonna be a kids movie. It's not. You know, it has a lot of it has a lot of sexual. It's it's for kids. It's PG thirteen. It's for kids too. It's fine. But it has jokes that parents can enjoy. You know, of course, how they do it. And it yeah. was. You know, there was a scene where Margot Robbie goes to the real world, Barbie, and she's like, and you see a bunch of construction guys like whistling at her, and she's like, oh, I don't have a vagina, you know, and it, it's funny because she's a Barbie, and you know, it's good. Yeah. So the movie was fantastic. It was great. It was funny. Um. You know, it was uh, gender equality messages. You know, you got to treat Ken better. It's not Barbie and Ken. It's Barbie. And then there's Ken as well. You know, mm-hmm. it was a uh, it was a good movie like that. Giving good messages. I really enjoyed it. It was fantastic. The cast and the production and the sets of both yeah. movies were really good. Like you can't even compare them. You know, they're totally different genres, but they were both really good movies. But Brian also during Barbie, I had the worst theater experience of my life really? as well. Yeah. I don't know if it's because these movies are so hype and you have a lot of people going like, to these that don't care. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Or because it was 10 at night. But this time around, though, with Barbie, um, there was a, a mom with about three kids. And these kids wouldn't stop talking. They were whispering, but loudly. And they had a mm-hmm. bunch of candy wrappers and chips, you know, those sounds. And. It was just so much of that. And then when, you know, kind of stupid scenes happen in the movie, they would say it's so stupid. And yeah, it was dumb, but it's funny. It's done in a funny way. Like, it's a comedy oh movie. So they were like, oh, this yeah. is so stupid. These these 10-year-olds, like, saying that. And I'm like, God, man. And, like, you know, it ain't that serious. It was just a funny, enjoyable movie. But these kids mm-hmm. also put me out of it. And it was That's just, so... hmm. So was the crowd quiet most of the time? Most of the time, they were quiet. People were laughing during funny scenes, and some mm-hmm. people were saying, you know, shushing them to shut up, you know, the kids, but they weren't, they didn't give a flying fuck. And yeah. so, I mean, yeah, I mean, now this is why people hate theaters, you know? This is it. And, yeah. you know, they well, ruin like, the movie for you. I had the opposite experience when Excellent. it came to Barbie, because, well, I think it might have been the theater I went to, because I went to Brewies. Oh, okay. And, um,. It was my te- my first. Have you ever been? I have not been there, but I've heard of it, and I wanted to go there. You can't watch uh, rated R movies there, right? I don't know, honestly. Hmm. Um, I'm not exactly sure, but they had Barbie, right? And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so I'm gonna let you know the service kind of sucks. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> my <laughs> my friend waited for for their food for like an hour. Whoa. Yeah, and they like like they would go up. It's like, hey, like oh, I order this, and like. First, they brought him like a like a regular burger, even though they ordered like a vegetarian one. Oh my god, dude! And then that vegetarian took like forty minutes to come out of the kitchen. Oh and no! Like, I just I I just been hearing about brewies where like if you get food, like temper your expectations because <laughs> the service might not be it. Gotcha. Um, okay. I mean, the bartender was really nice though, and like you know they have like, um, sorry, got a burp, <laughs> but hiccup. <laughs> 
but um they have like they have like you know beers on tap and they can also make cocktails and um you know even the the food that they do have like kind of like they have like wraps burgers stuff like that yeah they're mid but you can take them into the theater with you they have like the seats have like a little table in front of you oh that's sweet and so you can just like be drinking like a pint of beer and like just be eating your wings or whatever food sounds, you got. Sounds pretty dope, actually. Yeah. So that's dope, and um, it was cool because it was sold out. Everybody was dressed up, and but the Hell theater yeah. was hot as fuck. I felt oh, like I was in. A, I felt like I was in a concert. Like literally, there was like oh. sweat dripping by my back. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> oh my god! I don't know if their like AC was broken. Like inside the bar was hot. Um, oh my god, dude! And then like shit, like what's the <laughs> we're like what's the percentage of it being hotter in the theater? And we all guessed wow. that it was gonna be hot as fuck in the theater, and it was. But um, but the crowd wise, I mean, facilities and <laughs> service wise, it was like kind of all right. Um, but crowd wise, everybody was super into it. Like everybody was cheering, and um, nice, yeah, and like applauding, and like everybody was like super. In- it was like those good crowd interactions that you get, like in Star yeah. Wars film, or because yeah, I feel yeah. like it is rated PG thirteen, but I feel like like kind of like older crowds like 20 30 year olds i feel like it's kind of more suited because the jokes is like very like like the jokes are kind of like not like you know um like at face value right like the jokes have like you know i feel like there's like a lot of like feminist theory and just like gender like Mm, like understanding gender and sex and and like a lot of these like kind of difficult topics and so i kind of see like kind of like middle school or high schoolers going into him like what the fuck you know what are these jokes yeah it's true. Um, that's true but i thought it was really good i think it balanced you know good funny you know talking about like you know these hard topics and not making it cringe or like you know right. having like a good takes on them and like you know because it's not like i don't know people like always shit on like feminist films but this one didn't like you know put down men not at you all know? you know it just did it did address that things have to change in society and like kind of like you know, course, to yeah. have like a more equi- equitable society, but, um, you know, like Ryan Gosling wasn't the like necessarily the bad guy. No. At the end, you know. No, not at all. Yeah. So I really enjoyed it. I'm glad. Yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, I've heard a lot of you know right wing guys talk about how it was super feminist, and if you got that out of it, I don't know what the hell you were watching, but yeah, it was pretty much like how about we treat each other better. That's what yeah. it, the whole message was, and so I don't. Yeah, I think um, yeah, I I agree. I think it was a fantastic, fantastic movie. You know, because uh, it's you know I think um, my favorite part was definitely Ryan Gosling. I think he did an amazing job as Ken. Yeah, I think he killed it. Mm-hmm. Well, and then John Cena as a fucking mermaid. Oh yeah, <laughs> that that's was right. great too. Merman right. or whatever, Merken. Oh man, that um, was too good. Yeah, um, but, just so many scenes where like you know little. Little shout outs, you know, was like, can I do beach? You know, like beach Ken. And that, that shit's so funny. Just stuff yeah. like that. So, so so many good jokes that there's really a lot enjoy. of Easter eggs and a lot of lore. Like, I feel like if you're like super into Barbie, like you could, there's like so much to dissect and even just like popular culture kind of like even the beginning scene, like the opening scene to like 2001 Space Odyssey as well. Right. Yep. And then, you know, and so, oh, sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say that, um, um, it's just like really dense and like there's a lot of like attention to shit and which is really cool. I agree. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so many, you know, cameos, especially, of course, you know, that first uh, shot with Margot Robbie was the very first Barbie ever Barbie, made. Yeah. And uh-huh. just like, the same 
for sure just stuff like that that you wouldn't like understand if but like even i didn't understand a lot of them obviously but like i think if you're a huge barbie fan this is gonna just be a 10 out of 10 for you probably for sure because of, just because of that well i'm glad you had a good theater experience though because mine yeah, was a no, nightmare that sucks. i feel like i can't believe um two in a row that's like really bullshit I've never had an experience that bad in my entire an entire life, dude. Which is why, you know, I mentioned a while back why I go in the mornings. And I think this is why. Just to avoid these <laughs> damn crowds, dude. You're a matinee person now? Yeah, I really am, man. Like, you live the matinee life? 100%. So, I'm, we're, we're going to go watch uh, Talk to Me this weekend. And um, A24. And that's going to be a morning movie Ooh. for sure. I'm done. Okay, cool. Cool. Okay. Now... Let's get into some news then real quick here. So, first things first, Brian, um, How Do You Live came out in Japan, and it was Ooh. number one with no marketing. So he got number one in just the first four. <laughs> he made 2.15 billion yen in just the first oh, four days. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Which is $15 million, but that's still good for no marketing, it's right? Good. Yeah. It's way good. Mm-hmm. And then it stayed in first place even during the Bar- uh, Barbenheimer it wasn't until this weekend where uh, Tokyo Revengers came out the live action. Then it was number two, so yeah, it's still pretty yeah. good. number oh. one two weekends, man. It's pretty damn good for Miyazaki. You know, it's Miyazaki. Yeah. You can't count him out just yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's good there. But uh, other than that, other big news. Um, is there uh, any updates when it's coming? Uh, no updates yet, but it is confirmed that G Kids did pick it up. So. They did pick it up. It is coming to USA. They didn't say Ooh. when. And it's going to be changed. The name is being changed to The Boy Heroin. and the Heron. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I kind of like How Do You Live Better. But I don't know how, you know, I don't know anything about the movie at all. Still, so I don't know how it's going to reflect anything. So we'll see how it turns out. Okay, cool. And uh, for another piece, before you get into your news, Brian, uh, James Cameron didn't really confirm anything, but he kind of he had he kind of said it. You know, he's he's moving back to L.A. because mm-hmm. he's working on Avatar there, and then he's in Austin. He's working on the next Alita film. So, oh shit, mm, that's right. After a couple of years, wait. So where does he live right now? Uh, I think he's gonna. He says he's working in Wellington and Los Angeles. So and so, I think he's gonna go move to L.A. I'm not sure. But now it's going to be his grind era where yeah. he's going to be grinding for a couple of years. Yeah, he's going to be grinding hard. Either he's going to try to do Alita and then he's going to give it to somebody again like he did, which is fine. As long as he gets to the Robert Rodriguez again, that'd be fine. So Wait, but how is it going to work? Because isn't like the strike going on? I mean, yeah, it's definitely going on. But, I mean, you can still probably work on it somehow. I don't know, dude. Just I do really... like the legwork. Maybe get the just like in preparation done. I don't know, man. I, I yeah, but all I know is that these strikes, dude. Like these fucking companies just gotta pay them. I I think yeah, Netflix honestly. already. This is so stupid. I know actor strike is happening too, and people with the actor strike, people are more mad because oh, they're already making millions and millions, you know. And it's not about these big time actors. It's about these like you know the background actors and stuff like that because they're gonna. You heard of what they're trying to do, right, Brian, with the background yeah, actors? Yeah, where they're, like, trying to scan their face, and yeah, so oh they my can God. just AI it. Crazy, dude. And then what they the own fuck? it, and so now they never have to pay anybody ever. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, who would want a deal like that, you know? That's insane. And, like, yeah. like I don't know. I just feel like if we do that, then, like, there's going to be a lot of movies that are going to look like shit because they're, they're all going to have the same expressions or, like, you know, it's going to be very, very noticeable, and I just feel like acting should be done by actors, not by robots. 
Well, yeah, I mean, and it's common sense, Brian. Yeah, it's like literally so common sense. It's so dumb. Um, there was something about that too that I wanted to add on. Mm. Well, I'll add oh. a little more to it. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say <laughs> it's more of a joke than anything. <laughs> okay. But James Cameron's the reason why he's moving to L.A. because he's going to write it. He's going to produce it. He's going to direct it. He's going to film it. He's going to star <laughs> in both of those movies. He's oh like, you don't need a union if you just do everything yourself. Oh, and my so God, dude. Get ready for James Cameron. He's going to edit everything. And it's going to be a one man. <laughs> it's going to be a w- two one man films. Oh, my God. So get ready for it. That is fucking terrifying, dude. He's going to AI his whole body just to. Okay, I can't do this. Yeah. <sighs> well, uh, yeah, the whole strike thing. I know uh, Dwayne Johnson just gave uh, the first seven-figure donation in history to the writers, you know, because, uh, you know, Bob Iger, he literally said he's going to wait out until yeah. people start losing their Fuck fucking Bob apartments. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's like, what the fuck, dude? Who says that shit, you know? And But it's not happening, though. I think they have enough for, like, a two-year strike. So, hey, um, um, we're here to support them, Brian, you know, supporting the actors, too. And, yeah. you know, Bar- Barbenheimer might be the last two films we get that are huge for a while. For you know? a while. Mm-hmm. So, hey, Evan. man, go out in the theater and watch these movies because after that, you're not getting shit until yeah. these greedy companies start paying people what they deserve, man. These guys are paid like $25,000 a year, and then they have to do Uber, um, Uber like, dr- you know, driving on the side, Uber Eats, and Instacart. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is that, bro? Okay. Yeah, oh. it's weird. Like, have you seen the people from, like, uh, like Netflix's Orange is the New Black? No. Like, one of, one of the actresses will... First of all, I heard like majority of the actresses working on the show mm-hmm. still have their second job, oh even though God, they were like dude. the number one show in the world on Netflix at that time. You know, what they the still fuck? had to they still had to do like waitressing or like whatever their um, second job was, and the residual checks. Oh yeah, I heard about are, that like, actually. Yeah. Three cents, <laughs> like you know. What the fuck? For two weeks, and this is not like a person who just appeared on an episode once. Um, the actress literally ap- appeared for like, like half of the show. Oh my god! And dude. and like was like a regular on half of the show, and her fucking check is like three cents, like every like two weeks. <sighs> wow! And so she never Just really wow. made money off being on that show. You know, like it was the biggest show on Netflix. Like it was kind of like you know the, the House of Cards, um, Supernatural. Supernatural kind of like you know big three Netflix whatever bullshit it is yeah you think about that show you think of Netflix for sure yeah literally it's what put Netflix on like the fucking originals fucking that's right track but you know they never saw any any of the money for it the same thing happened with that new Hulu show The Bear you know you heard of that oh really I didn't hear about The Bear yeah the same the writer that wrote it uh, you know it's amazing I haven't seen it but I heard it's written well and they got like shit for it like and i'm like that's that's awesome dude like this is bullshit a, and then bob Iger, i can't yeah fuck bob Iger. Like the just fucking persons in the world he's like oh yeah let's fucking starve those motherfuckers let's starve them dude yeah whatever so did you guys see did you see the guy from um from is it the sons of anarchy yeah he's fucking like, like oh yeah <laughs> <Threaten>. <laughs> what a chad what a beast love him honestly yeah he's not wrong though dude you threaten people or they're gonna come dude you're, you're He's not wrong, what he said. Well, okay. Now, you got any news, Brian? You said you have, you have some news for us, right? Yes. 
Let's hear it, it boss. It has finally been <laughs> 10 months in the making. I don't know how long it's fucking been. Well, three years in the making, if you think about it. Oh. Maybe even four. But here, fifth, it's finally coming to anime. Oh, dude. <laughs> Not this week, but next Sunday. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, my God. It's fucking... I never like August, eight months. Everybody was saying July, but we got August. It was supposed to come this month, but right, yeah. I think I think there was also like, I think there was, might have been one or one or two weeks where they didn't air anything because of like stuff, you know. Right. But yeah, Gear Fist is finally coming in one piece. Fucking soon. It's about time, dude. I mean, soon next Sunday. We've we've seen uh you know previews of it right you've seen previews of it of what they're trying to show and I'm uh-huh. excited man it's gonna be it's a big deal. Joy Boy is finally returning to Earth. Joy Boy, um, he's he's here. Yeah, it's here. The, so the, I think that that was my big news. Okay, I mean that's a that's a big one. It's gonna it's gonna be all over the place. People are One Piece fans are gonna be all over the place, you know. And the One Piece fans have been out of control though lately on Twitter. How <laughs> they have just or. The Dragon Ball Z fans too, you know, they're kind of fighting with each other, talking about uh, peak who transformations. Would yeah, would Super Saiyan three God fucking Goku, hundred <laughs> times X, Sensu Bean be Luffy, <laughs> non Devil Fruit, blah 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 blah. blah. Extreme Death. Get over it. Whatever. This fucking I don't know. This these like Goku v Superman mm. conversation has been going on for like twenty years at this point, ten fifteen. Everything that has been said has been done, you know. It's true. Yeah. Conversation no longer interesting. Sorry. I'm excited for that though. It's just, and actually, the same day that this comes out, Brian, is the same day that the Boruto manga is going to continue with the two year. I think a time skip is going to happen. Oh um, Jesus Christ! So everybody's excited for that, which I don't know. Everybody, as in maybe two people. Who's everybody? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. No one cares yeah. about... And, like, you know, I, I've seen images of, like, um, Sarada. And, I, once again, I think she's a little too sexualized for my for my liking, dude. And Is pe- that Sakura Sasuke's daughter? Yeah. She's a little, a little too much. I don't know how old she is now. But, I mean... I don't know, man. I don't. I don't like the art style. What they're doing with it. I. I, I just feel like they never like sexualized the uh, the Naruto characters. You know, like Ten Ten wasn't or like, you know, looking sexy or whatever. Like nobody was really looking sexy in Naruto. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, except for like the like Tsunade characters, like the older yeah, Tsunade one. Tsunade or like the the hidden rain. Right. So anyway, there's that. That's happening same time as that, and people are saying they're gonna clash, and I'm like, bro, that's not even. Okay, whatever. But that's that's a, almost an insult, but it's fine. So, another piece of news here, Brian, is uh, your favorite studio, Studio Mappa, is uh, announced a new anime um, called Lazarus, oh, right? And it is being done by Shinichiro Watanabe, which is the creator of Bebop, Samurai Champloo, and of course, uh, Carol and Tuesday. So it's a big deal. It's gonna be a collaboration with Adult Swim, which means that it's gonna premiere on Adult Swim first. So, it's exciting stuff. I mean, only because of Watanabe, not necessarily Mappa. I, I couldn't care less. I, I was kind of hoping it would have been Bones again. I like Bones and Watanabe together. Just because Mappa yeah. right now is kind of blowing up. I think they were like, yeah, let's get Watanabe to do a project. Which is, 
just disappointing. I feel like Bones and um, Madhouse kind of give everybody free reign to do what they want. You know what I mean? Like, so we, mm-hmm. so it's kind of it's exciting, but just kind of disappointing that we got Mappa doing it because Mappa has been, well, they've been special lately. Yeah. All right, that's it for that one. And of course, my last news, Brian. Speaking of three years in the making, but four years for this one, we finally got a Junji Ito trailer, a real trailer, not a teaser trailer. Yes, Uzumaki. We finally got it. And it looks. Is it looking good? uh, Okay, Brian. You ready for this? Uh huh. It looks fantastic, dude. If if they keep up what they showed in this trailer, which I know is probably the best of the trailer. If they keep this up, <laughs> we're talking the peak. Show. We're talking peak anime here because they added little scenes. They added things that, that weren't in the manga that were fantastic already. So that's good when they add little things. So it was like a minute 30 trailer though. Like not that much. It was just showing like talking about the dad going crazy. And of course that first like uh, chapter in Uzumaki. So it's Is very exciting. Uh, Studio Drive, right? The one that's doing uh no no no. Is it is it JC? JC? No. I, I forgot, I don't know. I forgot too. I I forget. But all I know is they're doing a good job, honestly, so far. I think it's Studio Drive. I think it's uh the, the new Konosuba, but I'm not sure. Anyway, mm. although confirm that later. Okay, for sure. For sure. But yeah, it's exciting. We're finally getting something and Hell I know yeah. I don't know if they still have that uh adult swim contract or not. Hopefully not. We can just get it on maybe Netflix. That'd be great actually. But even though Netflix sucks because uh, they don't give a Who fuck about their writers, but <laughs> we always support the swim. Dude, we can't win nothing, dude. Just go on high dive. Fuck it. Let's go on high dive. No, bro, just fucking go on pirate it's a pirating era fuck all these games oh man for real like if we're like remaking every game and selling them for 80 dollars i'm just gonna fucking bootleg the game yeah i don't care if it's 780p it probably has more charm than whatever the fuck they put in it is a pirating era luffy with his gear fist is (laughs) in the golden age of fucking pirating again you're not oh my god brian you're not gonna watch that on the amazing crunchy roll no i fucking won't i'm gonna pirate the shit out of that you're I don't disgusting. give a fuck. You're disgusting, Brian. Now I'm with you, dude. Let's, let's pirate everything. Mm-hmm. Let's fuck do this. Okay. Well, with that, I got nothing else, man. I think that wraps it up. And I was right, Brian. It is Studio Drive. Okay. Okay, cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, shall we get onto the impressions? Let's get into impressions, man. Okay. So, cool. we watched some shows. We watched mm-hmm. some shows for uh, summer 2023. It, it is indeed summer. It's fucking hot. So... You know, shows are picking up. We got we got some shows to talk about. So, Brian, um, should we go around Robin? Should we uh, go? Because I, I know you watched Zom 100. I have not. Mm-hmm. And there's some shows that I've watched that you haven't. So how should we do this? Should we uh, do our shows together first? Should we do our separate shows first? How do you want to do this? Uh, Planning on around Robin. Okay. But let's say GGK for last because it is the top rated one. Okay. Very good. Then I guess I'll start at the very bottom in terms of uh, rating, I suppose, here. Mm. So going down, Brian, all the way down, you will find uh, the masterful cat is always depressed, which is uh, an English. Uh, no, the masterful cat is depressed again today. It's called Dekiru Neko wa Kyo Mo Yutsu, which is uh, <laughs> the big cat, right? And this I was is like the weirdest cat anime. <laughs> yeah, it was a big, big cat anime with uh, you know, shitty studio Gohan. So I was thinking it's gonna be funny maybe, 
But I'm very happy to say this show looks amazing. This show looks so good. Yeah, I was surprised. Like, the opening, the episodes, like, everything about it, uh, the characters, how they interact, how they move. It's a slice of life, and they don't have to move this way, but they look so good. The The camera angles are a little iffy sometimes because they, you know, Gohan is very experimental, and I think sometimes they try to go above and beyond. But it worked for this show. I think mm-hmm. a lot of the shots that they do, the cat cooking, the cat getting mad, um, you know, her being fast at work, the animation is just fantastic. I mean, you know, I was just, I was very surprised going into this, how amazing it looked for a slice of life. It's fun. It's a fun show about a girl living alone with a big cat. You know, she took in a stray. For some reason, he grew fucking huge. We don't know why yet. We're going to probably figure it out because of all the love he gave him, I bet. <laughs> Something cheesy. I don't know uh-huh. yet. But it doesn't matter because right now, we just have, you know, cat cooks for girl. Mm-hmm. Wholesome. Wholesome, amazing stuff. I really like this show a lot. It's just so wholesome. So fun. You know, you jump into it. It airs on Friday. And, you know, it kind of shows her Friday life, too. When she's off work and she's relaxing, he gets her her beer. She's just chilling and... It's just so <laughs> amazing show that came out at a good time on a Friday too, where you're relaxing. It's amazing. You're probably it's, doing the same thing. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm just relaxing, <laughs> chilling, taking my socks off, and my huge cat is cooking food for me. Of course, so relatable. Amazing show though, <laughs> I think dude. That's a life, for everybody. You know, because usually these cats be fucking be feeding off us, mm. but we gotta flip the script. We gotta flip the script. That's right. But this show does look great though, for sure. It is. On, on Crunchyroll, though. So, of course, uh, if you want other ways, get the other ways. Okay. Mm-hmm. What you got, Brian? Cool. So, I'll do... I've only seen one episode. Um, but I'll do The Devil is a Part-Timer 2. Oh, season no. 2 sequel. The most fucking confusing title ever. But it is just a sequel off the first season. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I don't know if it's like the only the first episode, but I think the animation did approve. It doesn't look like complete utter shit. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> it was confusing because I feel like um, it just doesn't connect well with like the end of last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, but just like I was wondering, because like, are we in the past? Are we in the future? Did they retcon it? Did we not? So they didn't. No retcon. Um, just picking up where it left off. Right. Um, yeah, so I think it's just probably going to be more mid-anime, but slightly better animation. Like, I feel like this one, it wasn't as bad, and the like the pacing was better. Yeah, I agree. At least for the first episode. That's all I can vouch for. I can't yeah. promise you anything other than that, but... No, yeah, you're, you're right. But it wasn't anything special. I think you hit the nail on the head, man. I think it's just... It looks a little better. For even three episodes in, it does look better. It's oh, have you been watching it? I have, and okay. it's fine, dude. But yeah, it's uh right now we're at a conflict between the hero because now the devil is actually a good guy, and we're getting that conflict. And you know we have more demons coming to get the demon lord. And mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, Personally, it's, it's fine. I think for me, I think it's a drop. I I feel like. You know the where they're ramping up and where they're heading towards is not anywhere where I want to go with them. You know, I'm not on for the, I'm not on for the train. I honestly, I feel like it's so weird. the The first season did seem interesting. You know, it was fun, dude. Such a fucking 180, and then they fucking have baby and 
I don't even know how to explain it, but no. The the baby <laughs> is really gonna <laughs> also turn into a wife, it seems like, as you see that oh, picture Jesus. there. I think they're gonna she can probably be part of his harem. She gets older. And she's gonna <laughs> and it's gonna be weird. She's gonna call him Papa probably. And I'm like, I'm not I'm not I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about No, but, nope. But, like, the other thing is, too, right, that I think they're for sure now steering the ship 100% into the Emmy and Mao ship 100%. Now it seems like it's going to happen for sure. And I don't know, man. I just, whatever. I don't, just, I don't care. I don't care for the ships. Yeah, I don't care either. And I just feel like they had a interesting thing, but they just took it the most generic route ever. And Right. Yep. And I feel like there's nothing else to say about it. It's, it's going to be mid, and you're going to drop it, and it's going to probably suck. No one's going to probably watch this season, so whatever. It's fine. It's fine. So We should have known better. We should have known better, man. We fucked up. All right. I guess for my next one here, it's just called My Tiny Senpai. And it's called okay. Uchi no Kaisha no Shisai Senpai no Hanashi. Now, this is just a slice of life about um, this guy going into an office, and he gets a senpai that has to train him, and she's small short and of course she has big boobs and that's all it pretty much has going it's slice of life that does that you know it's it's a fine show just slice of life with um with that and they both seem to be to they seem to be into each other so that's gonna hopefully get into a romance that actually ends somewhere that'd be the best thing it's a little more edgy than i thought actually i thought it'd be just more slice of life but there's some scenes that are a little you know showing into his fantasy of what he's thinking and um, so a little more edgy than I thought, but it's done by Project Number Nine, which is a studio, and it's just a comedy romance. And of course, the themes are adult cast in workplace, which is exactly what it is. Sometimes they go out, drink beer together, or you know whatever. But it's just slice of life of the workplace. I'm there is definitely better shows of this, like New Game, uh, Love It Hard for an Otaku. So watch those first, and then if you like those shows a lot, jump into this show. You know whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of um, a generic show i wouldn't even say it's like you know even the the short big boob girl does not bother me so people were saying like it's bad or whatever how about you know blah 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 i don't care it's fine that's yeah. it brian cool so she'll go on to the next one do it okay i don't know if this one's next on your list mm-hmm. but the next one for me would be dark gathering yep me too and um could you tell me your thoughts on this Okay, so I this is the only high dive show. I don't think no, I don't think it is, but it's the only show that I'm watching is on high dive. So mm-hmm. my thoughts on this, because I actually forgot we were gonna watch it until uh, a while back. I think it was already two episodes in, and I remember we we're gonna watch this show because I saw Studio OLM. I saw you yeah. were so intrigued by it. It seemed like a kind of a horror Studio OLM and mystery, right? It seemed cool. Yeah. <laughs> So jumping into this, I you know you go into it and you you learn about um, you know uh, Keitaro's curses and how he got cursed one time and became a knee and then his friend helped him out because <laughs> he got out of it now and how he's gonna do uh, tutoring it seems like and he got somehow you know coincidentally he got into tutoring um, Eiko's a cousin is it right his cousin yeah her little her little cousin little cousin so he meets her and of course she's looking like um, a fire force character kind of and uh, so you know you meet her and she has two pupils and turns out she can see <laughs> that's such a good way to like put that <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a great way to put that yeah it's like they ended up meeting she has two pupils and you know i thought it was pretty cool how he uh, he's like oh look she has two pupils and that was pretty no apparent. 
You don't like that? It's the one thing I hate, Harker. You know, Chan. I like how they admit it's the that it's eyes. there. Always oh, the eyes. Oh, my God. Okay. Why can't they just have normal eyes? All right, fair enough. Well, yeah, <laughs> she can see spirits. And because um, it turns out that a spirit back then killed uh, her mom and it took her away. So her goal now is to find the spirit that did it. And, you know, pretty much you go into it and you think because like the beginning of it lulls you into a comedy funniness but then you get these crazy dark scenes and i'm like whoa yeah what the fuck so i went into it thinking comedy and then the end of episode one where even eiko was like don't fucking lie to me you like this fucking crazy shit motherfucker he's like oh shit <laughs> what the fuck uh-huh so that was surprising it took a big turn there and you know how it ended there with um the scene of um yayoi's um room of all the dolls she has in there so that's Mm -hmm. how it ended and then episode two we go on and then you meet his grandma and so personally brian i'm enjoying this show i like the horror mystery of it uh, the horror is not such a horror, but I like the mystery of it. I'm curious of what they're going to do. I like the plot of trying to figure out um, who killed her mom and, you know, how they're going to get there. I think uh, it was pretty well done. And I like how Keitaro's sketchy about everything, but then it's him in episode three. He's already over it, though, so I don't know. We'll see what they do for, uh, going forward. What do you think, Brian? I'm interested, too. Um, you know, I feel like I like three episodes. Mm, however yeah. i feel right. like olm is punching a little bit under their weight um mm. just in terms i guess you know the bar is so high coming That's off summertime true. rendering it's true and coming off you know even comey can communicate even though we haven't seen it or i haven't you haven't yeah and I see it. hot taxi of course like especially like this is kind of like you know the genre we love from them right um but right now it's it's starting very kind of like slow but not in a bad way mm-hmm. um I'm getting a lot of like Higurashi and School Day vibes, Ooh, it's like yeah. the artworks. Even though it's like a recent yes. uh, manga, the manga came out in 2019. Oh wow! Um, yeah, you're right. But I would like if you were to tell me like, oh, when was this manga made? I'd probably tell you like early 2000s. Like, um, yeah, I just feel like it's good. I'm definitely gonna keep on watching. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it was just an expectation from OLM, like, oh, it's the next big thing. It's true. You know, it's true. And so, um, it's definitely not, doesn't feel, it might develop into the next big thing. But for right now, I think it's pretty good. Going to keep on watching. Yes, I like how they do uh, the shifts to horror and then to comedy. It's pretty good. I like that, which I think is, uh, you know, showing how good OLM is at doing uh, transitions in general. So, yeah, I'm with you there. Um, I'll keep watching, but um, hopefully they don't, it's 20, 25 episodes, so they can drop the oh, ball pretty going- good. We're going for two cores? Yeah, two cores. So they can drop the ball, man. Or <laughs> they can spend more time rendering it and keep us intrigued the whole time. I don't know what they're going to do, really. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's an intriguing show. We'll see what happens. Cool. Yeah, it definitely has, like, that, fl- not, like, flashy, but kind of, like, that, whoa, what the fuck factor, you know? Because, like, the right. whole mom thing was really weird. She had a whole, whole ass tentacle coming out. And um, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty disturbing. I feel like there's, like, that part uh, was crazy. They came out of nowhere, yeah. dude. What it was fuck? pretty intense. And so we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Talking about this next one here. I'll go by a fast for this one because it's whatever. It's reborn as a vending machine. I now wander the dungeon. It's the vending machine. Uh, Isekai. He Top dies. Top anime of the year? Top anime of the year, yeah. 
So he dies. He gets um, reincarnated as a vending machine in like this, you know, uh, JRPG world. So no one knows what the fuck he is, and he can he can barely say any words. He says, "Oh, welcome. Uh, thank you for your service. Insert the coins." But you can hear his inner dialogue, of course. And of course, this girl kind of understands what he's trying to say sometimes, and um, it's kind of getting already old. Um, episode three already old. Like he, what he did to power a car he got he turned into a coke slash mentos machine and he was trying to tell her oh put the mentos in the coke and we can so they did that and they you know kind of boosted off away it's it's really dumb brian it's so really it's, i can't even defend it it's really dumb like <laughs> um the even the girl like it's just you know, lamis here like she's she's cute ganky but you know his his name is boxo and you know he can <laughs> He can bring like, oh, you know, let's bring him with us because he has unlimited amount of food. If you bring him with us, go to the dungeon. So that's why they bring him with him sometimes. But I mean, yeah, this show is done by Studio Gokumi, light novel, comedy, fantasy, isekai, and reincarnation. That's just generic tags across the board. And no, like the comedy is funny. I think episode one, but it gets old like really fast. Real if, if they don't change what they're doing. And the episodes here is going to be stale. And I'm going to probably be like, Brian, this show is bad. Don't ever watch it. Just skip it forever. It's cause Even it's like, now, I would say don't watch it because it's mediocre. It's like, a, it's like an old joke. I mean, it's like a joke that was like kind of funny, but then they decided to make to run it like, you know, to the ground. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got, that's it for that, man. Whatever. Okay. Cool. Um, I guess I will do Zom. A 100. So I watched three episodes. And good news. If you are a shonen, a young boy, (laughs) then I think even though it's called a senin, you will like the show. Yeah, that's what they call it. Wow. If if you're into like Fire Force or that kind of show, Studio Bug, I've never heard of them, or Bug (laughs) Films. Right. But it looks really good. The show's it show looks really good. Um but it just has like all the shonen tropes. Um Wow. Very Fire Force esque. Like kind of like that kind of shonen type shit. You know, so like kind of like it has its etchy moments. Well not etchy, but you know, like Oh, interesting. But like, you know, like you get the fan service for sure and um Right. Yeah, I think it's just um definitely not for me. Like but oh, I don't really? think it was Okay. I don't think it was bad, you know, like it just has like those tropes that I'm kind of over and not that interested in watching. Mm-hmm. Um but if those are your jams, then the show's kind of for you. Wow, there it is. I'm yeah, Bug Films, this is their first anime they're making, so it's no surprise you've never heard of it. It looks great, honestly, like the animation is pretty fire and like the art style is pretty good. Um everything looks really really good in that in the anime, but um, well, there it is. Yeah, just not my cup of tea, and so I don't think I'm going to continue watching it. You're dropping, huh? Okay. I I'm mean, I, I saw the trailer for it, and I do like the color palette. I'll tell you that. Yeah, sure. the color palette is great. It's super vibrant, flashy mm-hmm. colors. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But just kind of doesn't seem for me. All right. Well, did you watch Run a Girlfriend 3, Brian? <laughs> Bro, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> did you watch it? <laughs> I did. Uh I I gave it one episode and 
I just said, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not like, I think, you know, same with like kind of like, um, devil was a part-timer. I gave it the second season. I gave it an honest chance. You, you, you did. Um, you did. You know, Devil's a part-timer has like a way more interesting first season than Run a Girlfriend. Run a Girlfriend was already shit from the start. It's, yeah, right for sure. But it was like that show that you kind of like hey watch or like whatever. Um, but I'm definitely not going to try to fucking see this kid try to make some shitty ass movie for some girl's fucking dying yeah. grandparents. Like, don't care. Like, I don't know. I just feel like the emotion's not there. The character building, like, I literally don't care about any of these characters. And, like, now they have, like, the new idol obsessed girl into the harem. And Stream- she's a streamer, dude. Even worse. Oh, she's a streamer? Yeah. Yeah, so. I, I don't think I'm just going to go there. I'm not going to go there. I, nope. Just, okay. that's, those are my thoughts. Just nope. Very well. I'll give my quick thoughts then. Yeah, this show's a pile of garbage. Um, episode one, as Brian said, you get the new harem girl. And she's like, oh, he's master because he got this girl. And then you have more uh, Ruka torture, <laughs> really, you know, where uh, Kazuma's trying to help. She's uh, a real victim. Yeah, and Ruka's he's like too fucking good for this world. He's she's way too good for this world, man. And she's like, oh, I'll help out too. Then if you want to hang out with Shizuto, I have to be in the room as well. You can't hang out with her alone. He's like, okay, fine. They start doing that, and then an episode. It's just pl- please, just stop, dude. And then episode three, they were gonna hang out again. Um, Kazuya and Shizuto, and they did they did the same thing again that I hate where. She's just sitting outside. Oh, my God. Who's that beauty? Isn't she so hot? I would love to be her girlfriend. She's so amazing. Isn't she so fucking hot? And then Kazuya shows up and he's like, oh, she's waiting for this goofy ass nigga. We're waiting for this goofy guy. Waiting, what the fuck? And, you know, just like that. And I was like, okay, dude. I, yeah, I that get it. Shit. Or like, you're like, oh, my God. He, she cooked for me. I'm like, this is the best moment in my life. I've never been. Yeah. You know, I've never mm-hmm. actually felt somebody be kind to me. I'm like. All I, that. I, All that. I don't know. Yeah, and it's then just, yeah, no. we, right, episode three we got to it, and now they have a big plan because the the streamer knows how to market and blah blah blah. I'm I'm already it's dumb. I can't do this. I dude. just feel like this is like Ocean Nicole, but like stupid. <laughs> like if, yeah, one hundred percent. Like if somebody made like a fanfic to Ocean Nicole, trying not to be Ocean Nicole, <laughs> and then that fanfic got picked up by a five year old dog. Oh this my is, god. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the fucking product of it like honestly like mm-mm, like mm, no, it's bad nope. it's ho- horrible crunchy roll too so don't don't bother <laughs> it leaves me stunned just how like kind of like corny and like repetitive and just kind of like they just how- hit like the easy notes like oh you know how could we make people interested in chizuru like oh she wants to be the actress for their dying grandparents and like isn't that great they- isn't she so nice yeah, like she's sacrificing so much. She works so hard, and she's hot as fuck. Don't forget that part, Brian. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. And dude. literally, fucking Kazuya's narration about he's gonna nut himself every ten seconds <laughs> just for <laughs> Chizuru existing. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can't calm down for five seconds. And mm-hmm. It's like, it's I don't know. It's cringe, and it's not even good cringe. Yeah, not even good cringe. Do you have any other shots before we get to JJK? Mm, that's my last one. All right, I'll go quickly for these ones then. So this one right here is a Netflix show called My Happy Marriage. Girl has no future, so they send her off to marry this guy that everybody hates. 
turns out he's not just a bad guy and she's a very nice person so we're gonna get that story so far it's beautiful kinema citrus is doing it which is the made in abyss studio and we're getting kevin pinkin doing the music as well music is fantastic visuals are amazing the romance so far in episode three have been amazing so far everything about it you Ooh. know um him trying to get her out of her shell because she's always apologizing for everything because she grew up being beat up by this family and being annoying she's like don't apologize for everything's gonna be great let's go shopping and it's amazing it's just really good so far so this is a romance that's pretty damn good i'm enjoying it a lot and of course there's there's some magic elements to it that you know kind of don't matter so far but i think it's gonna happen it's gonna be important later on because i think she's part of a family that has really good magic and they didn't know this so i think um yeah uh, it's gonna it's fantastic so far only on netflix coming out weekly so it's pretty pretty good there cool Cool. So next one here is The Girl I Like Forgot Her Glasses. So another show done by Studio Go Hands. Again, I went into this thinking it's going to look <laughs> shitty, and I was wrong again. This show looks fucking Ooh, okay. beautiful. If some aces go, it's so, really looks so good. Her hair, her eyes, the shots with her glasses, and everything where she squints, it looks amazing. They just have some, un- once again, some unusual shots that they try to do with the camera. Like a drone is like flying around her, <laughs> kind of strange. But. Yeah. It's a cute romance where, you know, she forgets her glasses and then she squints at him and she looks mad and he's like, yeah, she's even cute without her glasses, you know, just cute romance with uh, two young, um, two young kids. So it's pretty cute, though. And so, I mean, I'm really enjoying it. Everything about it has been fantastic, whether it be visual voice acting and the comedy is also there. And of course, it's getting it's getting pretty good. Episode four, we have some pretty good romance forming where he accidentally trips and you know, goes to another girl and she gets kind of jealous and she doesn't even know it. So that's pretty exciting. Hopefully we get something also that uh, wraps up before the end of the show. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And the last cool. one before JJK here is going to be Masamuna Kun's Revenge. Um, okay, this show sucks. Uh, fat guy. <laughs> fat guy, everybody hates him. Turn skinny. Going to get with girl to break up right. with her to get his revenge, right? That's what he's going to do. Mm. And it turns out that what he thought happened didn't actually happen. She might actually be a nice person. It might have been someone else. Yeah, it show sucks. It's boring. It looks bad. She might have hated him because he's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> who, who knows? <laughs> yeah, this show's so boring, dude. Like, it's been the Silver Link, and they have done nothing but horrible nonsense recently. And this show is no different. It looks really bad. The character designs are just so wonky, and it's borderline offensive how bad it looks because and then you have lolly mom which she's funny but she's not in anymore they went to france for one episode for no fucking reason and they came (laughs) back so it made no sense so whatever there's that forget it not good oh yeah i guess last last one here is actually uh mushoku tensei uh second season it's really good best uh best isekai up there with re-zero if you're watching, you're watching. You already know. It's really good. Um, we, you know, we have some really deep and emotional scenes now. Deep, deep um, narrative in this one. You know, it's not just action, action, action. It's just uh, Rudius' head, and I'm here for it. It's really good. It's getting into his mindset and trying to get over um, a broken heart. So it's really good. Now, Ryan, mm. let's end it here, shall we? JJK, second season. So. <laughs> This is being done by your favorite studio, Studio Mappa, mm-hmm. Sources of Manga, Action Fantasy, and School. And, of course, this is Shonen. So, going into this, Brian, were you excited? What were you thinking? What do you think? I had mixed 
re expectations because I feel mm. like you know the movie. I like the movie. Okay. Um, the first season was so so, and I'm wondering if like the same like problem that is going to persist in the first season is going to keep on persisting as <laughs> I English. Sorry about that, <laughs> but um, yeah, um, just kind of getting into it. I thought I think this is the first. This is like the best first episode I've seen in a very long time. Oh damn, let's go. I fucking love the first episode. It was so fucking good. Um Studio Mappa is back, baby. <laughs> but <laughs> No, fuck Studio Mappa. Oh my but god. <laughs> the stu- <laughs> this shit was good. Like the animation, the art style, the fucking directing, the angles, mm-hmm. all that fucking shit. I think I'm a sucker for also, I'm j- I think I'm just a sucker for, like, haunted houses or haunted mansion type whatevers. Sure, yeah. In general. And so I thought that was, like, a really good, like, opening scene where, like, they're, like, going through this, like, haunted mansion. And, like, um, yeah, I thought that was really dope. And so, yeah, what were your thoughts or what were your expectations going into it? So I, I did know that this season was going to be about Gojo and a prequel. So I was very excited for that because I did like Gojo a lot in the first season. I thought he was one of the best parts of the show, actually. Even oh, though he was So is it the entire season? Uh I don't know. I don't think it is. I think it might oh. it might I don't think it's gonna be twenty three episodes of Gojo. I think that's a lot. So it might be either twelve or you know, I think around maybe half the season. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. of course you have Gojo's story and then I'm I'm also curious how um our boy uh ghetto turned evil you know we have you have him being the good guy here you know you don't really you kind of get his good side i'm trying to figure out how you know he went from good to the dark side i suppose yeah Yeah. so that's cool but uh, yeah i agree i think that first episode was really good i mean it didn't have anything it was um haunted house trying to figure out the mystery how to crack it because you know you have may may kind of training her student to figure out herself so that was pretty cool, and yeah, how they did it was fantastic. And of course, you know, time dilation happened, which I also thought was—it's f- always fun. I think. Yeah, I think it's good too, cause like I feel like the whole infinite room stuck in this infinite whatever mm-hmm. has been done a lot of times, and so this one for sure. And like I feel like those episodes usually drag the fuck on, but I'm kind of glad they didn't spend too much time on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. Yeah. How, did you watch um three episodes, Brian? Yeah, I watched all three. Oh yeah, so yeah, of course, uh, episode uh, two and three, you have uh, the mission to defend um like this girl, right? And uh, mm-hmm. so they gotta do that, and they get um the strongest, and you meet another man, which is uh Toji, you know, which he has, he seems to have the same power as Maki, where he has no spiritual, no curse, uh, curse energy. So he has like a pack with a demon, it seems like, or a cursed spirit. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. But anyway. But he's also yeah. he's also the main guy's brother, older brother. Megu means. Oh shit, bro. Oh damn. There mm-hmm. it is. Did you not pick that up? I did not pick that up, bro. I'm an idiot, I guess. Yeah, that's his older brother. What the fuck? How did I okay, miss that? So I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like coming into the season I have no idea who the fuck these people are. Um, you know, like, you know, because we have Yuta Hime, we have Mei Mei, we have, like, a lot of people in, like, the opening. Well, I don't know if we haven't met them yet, but I feel like it's kind of interesting starting off with, like, this flashback because I don't mm. know a lot of, I don't know a lot of these, like, and it's also been, like, two or three years since, like, the anime. Right, yeah, that too. 
And so I wish there was like a little bit more exposition where like, like, oh, this like, you know, because apparently Yutahime, um, she's in the Kyoto, I yeah. think. She's like the teacher in the Kyoto school or whatever. Right, 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 right. I don't know if Meimei was in the original JJK. I think she was. Was she? Um, I don't remember either, dude. I think she was in during the... I. <laughs> that's kind of the problem. I have no idea. Yeah, I forgot to. And I so I feel like they're like putting in these characters as like they've already been here. <laughs> but Loki, I have, like I don't know. Like the only one that I kind of know was Nanami, right? Right. Yeah, and of course. So, yeah, so should we just talk about the plot real quick? Yeah, go ahead, Brian. You're you're really good at plot. Go ahead, do it. Okay, so shit, I might fuck this one up. So the first <laughs> episode, you know, they do the whole thing. Um, we kind of get more um, Gato and Goju kind of like romance. We're like, oh yeah, you're like, I'm the best. Yeah. you're the best, we're the best. Oh, <laughs> you know, we're doing this shit together. And then um, I don't know how much of it focuses. Well, a lot of them just got them kind of bickering. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You know, because Goju is kind of like intolerable and he's like full up his ass. Of course. And I mean, I still kind of have the problem with Goju. Because, like, later on, because, like, you know, they paint him as this, like, super good, like, selfish person. Right. Like, I feel like he's, like, the Brad Pitt of fucking anime <laughs> yeah, characters. Oh, my. You're, you and, and I, your I'll, Brad Pitt. <laughs> I'll, ex- I'll explain that a little bit later. But, okay. you know, you know, they have that rivalry, but, you know, they're friends. Everything's having a good time. And then they kind of explain that there's, like, a demon under the fucking school mm-hmm. that has to have a new body every year or else, like, they chimera ant themselves and become the next evolution of humans and like might destroy the world. That's um, right. But, yeah, that's right. But they needed to protect the school or like to keep up the barriers. So they have a pact where they bring them a new human body every year. I mean, not every year, but they're, but like once the, once the body dies or mm-hmm. lifetime, I'm not exactly sure what, what it is. Something um, like kind that. Kind of confused. Yeah. So, but they already found like they've already vetted and found a new person um, it's uh, like a high school girl. She already knows about it. She's accepted it, or so it seems. And so they had to go yeah. retrieve her. Right. And see, um, I don't know who Fujigoro Toji, Toji is working for, but he wants to stop this. He does not want this shit to go down. Right. Kind of forgot why, but he doesn't want this shit to go down. And so he puts a bounty on the girl's head um, as his plan so she can get attacked and Goju and Gato can kind of get worn down, right? Right. For two days, I think, you know, they had to retrieve her in two days. And so that's kind of like the time later he, he put on right. um, the bounty. And so his plan works. They go and attack. They go and attack her. There's a good scene where um, <laughs> he's like yeah, in like a ramen shop or some shit. And, like, he walks by somebody and he fucking drops his, like, fucking food. <laughs> and, like, the guy's like, what the f- <laughs> yo, bro, what the fuck are you doing? And he just, all he does is squat down, looks <laughs> at him. <laughs> He's like, the guy does not say another word. Um, I feel like I, that was a really That's iconic right. moment. He's kind of funny, you know, because he's gambling, but he's always losing. Yeah, um, it's great. Yeah, it's good. You know, he's, like, very, has, like, those sinister vibes. Um, yeah. Where, like, he's holding back and he just, like, probably knows exactly when to unleash like his fucking bat shitness. Yeah, it's um, pretty sweet, dude. He's aware of that. And so, you know, so go so Goju and Gato they take the girl. Um her maid gets kidnapped, but like surprise surprise, they already fix it. 
Right. I mean, they already, they already, they already, um, sorry. So uh, I'm losing my train of thought. But they rescue her. And so they spend two days in Okinawa. But, you know, since Goju is so strong, he has to keep up his strength for two days to make sure that they don't get, like, blindsided, <laughs> all this kind of bullshit. And I don't know. I just kind of hate it because, like, I feel like it's, like, so obvious where, like, you know, you know, they're, like, it's like the Brad Pitt thing where, like, he can never do any wrong. <laughs> you know, Goju always talks a lot of shit. He's like, oh, yeah, I don't give a fuck about you. Like, we're going to sacrifice you. Um, we're, like... You know, if we have to sacrifice people, we're going to sacrifice people. But then at the last minute, of course. like the hero he is, he's like, no, I could never do that. I'm such a good person. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, like, I don't oh know. He just God. always throws me the fucking wrong way. <laughs> and um, I love it, Ryan. But yeah, so they spend Okinawa for two days. We get an anime fan service. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just there. It's like we called in two backups. One person, I have no idea who the fuck he is. Second is Nanami. Never see them again. Completely <laughs> irrelevant. Just for that one scene. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> just for young Nanami. And then... <laughs> yeah, um, pretty much. <laughs> you know, we get finally the scene where Toju comes in, stabs Goju in the back. You know, he's been using his powers for two for two days straight. So he oh, is yeah. definitely weakened because, you know, nobody can beat a full-strength Goju. Never. In Never. Anybody's dude. imagines fucking... Never in his days. Never. And so, you know, the fight goes on. The shit's pretty, it's pretty lit. It's pretty it's pretty cool. dope, dude. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, and Goju looks like he's fucking dead. Toju, <laughs> Toji fucking pulls the impossible. And he looks fucking dead. And we cut back to Ghetto and um the girl that they're escorting. And, you know, they also had the moment, you know, like, yeah, you know, we... you have the choice to go in there. Like, we talked about this a long time ago if you didn't <laughs> Yeah, we would never sacrifice you, and we would fight the world for you. Oh my god! The principal would be on our ass, but we'll we'll take them all on because we're the strongest. God damn! And then she's like, "Nani, really?" (laughs) And like she's so happy, you know. We get a montage of all the things she can do, (laughs) and this is such a good moment. Oh, this is so good, bro! This is it's so good. But she gets like headshot, like she fucking dies right of fucking straight up, bro. And Toji, she comes in like a boss. It's like, oh, yeah, Goju, I fucking killed him. And I kill, <laughs> like, and then we get go get to getting fucking mad. Yeah. And that's kind of like the end of episode three. Yeah, it was and, so good. Um, I don't know if I did a good job explaining it, but that shit is pretty good. I feel like the one thing about JJK is I feel like they're really good at, like, making, like, kind of characters and, like, um... I feel like they're really good, like a slice of life, like kind of regular, like interactions yes. and shit. Yes. I think that's where they excel, which I feel like is a shame because that's the part that always gets more rushed. You know, like they mm, spend like, right. especially in the first season was like the one kid whose mom died and like oh, he's going right. evil and Itadori saved them and then they just ended up killing him. So yeah. that really didn't go anywhere. Yeah, that's right. Um, I feel like I don't know if it's a mangaka or the editor's. Mm. Um, the power of that be, but sometimes I wish that JJK would just like, um, like if it, it was twenty three episodes of like the Genju and fucking Ghetto show, Goju and Ghetto show, I would like that. I feel like you know, yeah, give us more of the lore because I don't know if they'll ever go back again. I don't know how the manga looks like. Maybe they do go back in time because, you know, um, a lot of the characters have good chemistry and it's such a fun watch and like the show was really funny did not feel like 
it overstayed. It felt like it understayed, you know? Right. And, like, you know, they killed that girl. And I feel like, you know, it was definitely impactful even oh, after three episodes. Yeah. But even if it was more, they log- like elongated, went on some side quest or some shit. I don't know what the fuck necessarily. Like, maybe a whole arc. Do a whole arc and then kill her at the end. Right. I thought that would have been so much power. I mean, I was a shock. I love episode three. It was so good. It was so fucking good. Like, it was, like, it was heart-wrenching and surprising and, like, I didn't know, see a it lot coming, not one bit, yeah. Mm-mm, a lot, like, you hear the bullet first. Yeah. And, then, yeah. <laughs> and like, you see the reaction. It's fucking, ah. Uh, it's crazy. So I feel like JJK definitely has like some good shit going on, but sometimes it does feel rushed. It, it can, and yeah, it's true. Well, th- that's I haven't felt this so far in this season, but I just feel like they introduced us to a shitload of characters. Like I haven't seen Utah Hime after, you know, Mamey after the one girl who's in their in their the third on their team, right? Right. You know, and get to them Gojo. Haven't even introduced her. Yeah, you know, it, it's true. And so I like I feel like if you're gonna put these characters in our faces, like introduce them, and not uh, like, kind of like rush things, you know, because like I feel like they're throwing a lot of people, and they all seem really cool, and I love all of them, but don't see them, you know. Yeah, it seems like this mangaka likes to introduce characters, and then if we get to know them, he kills them, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if uh, it's gonna end up doing it later on for some of these characters, but yeah, I mean I'm with you 100. percent I think. Three episodes of this were really top notch. I mean, <laughs> they were they, amazing. They were really good. Whether it be the slice of life scene and that final fight scene with um yeah uh Toji and you know Gojo was insane. Where you know he had that whole like five D chess planned out to beat Gojo. Mm-hmm. That was really yeah. good. And now now that I'm seeing the names here at Fushigoro, I mean it's so dumb and obvious that it's his fucking brother. I'm stupid. But well, um, they said he changed his name cause oh, because oh he got married right. Yeah, and so... Oh, that's right. We'll see, we'll see. Yeah, and of course, the reason why he's killing the plasma, uh, the, the vessel, is because he was hired by religious group to do it, and that's why he's oh, doing it. Oh, okay. It was nothing cool. personal, I think. So he just got hired cool. for it. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the ending spot where um he gets mad and he lets out the big the big cursed spirits, you know, we're going to see how that goes. Um, but obviously, you know, the, the only thing, we, we, we know Gojo's not dead, obviously. And we'll see yeah. how, we'll see what happens. He can never there. die because he's so good. He's so good looking, bro. He's just so hot. He's a fucking Brad Pitt. <laughs> he can never die. He always has to have to fucking save the moment. He's going to reverse time. Girl's not dead. Everything goes back as like the way no they were. No way. Whatever, whatever. You think they're going to do that? I have no idea. That'd be crazy. I, I think he's going to like, he's going to survive somehow, but I don't think he's going to save the girl. That'd be crazy if he did. <laughs> Brad Pitt's, oh, um, yeah. I can't, I can't even... As soon as you were saying those lines, man, I was getting triggered because they they were thinking about them. They were pretty corny lines. We're like, yeah, we're the strongest. And I'm like, God damn it, bro. Yeah, they right, were, we're the strongest. We'll <laughs> never let anybody do that to you, even though, you know, we're like, oh, yeah, we'll totally let her die. Like, oh, my uh, God. I, don't, I feel like they try too hard, you know, mm. or like the writers try to mm. like, oh, yeah. Like, Goju's, like, always being an asshole, locks her up, whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, he's such a sweetheart. He always cares. The whole time he's doing twenty four seven protective barrier around her because but she ne- she'll never know it. He'll never tell her. <laughs> He'll hide the pain. Uh, I, I, I hate I'm you, like, Brian. Oh, I hate you. It's uh, just so corny and <laughs> fucking. I still don't even know what the fuck his powers are. I know that it's numbers, but still kind of don't get it. I thought it was gravity at first, but 
he has um the special eyes too apparently right something with the eyes I don't know which I always the fucking eyes it's always the eyes which I don't know what it means exactly yet which all all I know it means that you know it was the only time that somebody noticed me behind them was with those eyes <laughs> so he was only six years old six <laughs> years old he was still the best <laughs> oh my god yeah well. Obviously, for me, it's a, it's a it's a keep watching for sure. Yeah, it's so good. It's good, man. Which I, you know, goes back to like my uh, Chainsaw Man versus JJK. I just think this show just does a, a lot of things way better. And I, I I know a lot of people say that Chainsaw Man, we just got the small little prequel. We're not even close to it yet. But I mean, it, it seems kind of weird to do that. When well, anyway, we'll see how Chainsaw Man goes. No hate to Chainsaw Man, but I just I'm I enjoy JJK more for sure than Chainsaw Man. I feel like JJK does have some, like I feel like it has a lot of good things, but like the first season was like, I don't know, it missed a lot. I think it just, I think the pacing is just way too fast for me personally, and that like, you know, I feel like there's so much more to explore, which is rare. I mean, I feel like a lot of show feels like there's nothing to explore after a certain amount of time, you know. Yeah, and not only that, the thing about uh, JJK and the chain- Chainsaw Man has an idiot like Denji that's really bad and always failing, but Itadori is mm-hmm. like, oh my god, he did consecutive flash steps or whatever the fuck, like 20 times, and I'm like, okay, well, he's a genius. Nobody has ever a- done it in the world. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. It's a little too much of like a genius type of deal. I don't, I don't like it, but oh well. They both yeah. had their flaws. They both had their positives, you know? But yeah. Yeah, man. I think uh, that's gonna wrap us up. What do you think? I think that wraps it up too. Definitely a watch. Um, yeah. Should I play us out? Get us out of here. Unless you got any final thoughts, but yeah, get us out of here if you're done. Final thoughts? Gonna keep on watching. Hopefully, it's good. You know, like I think it's a better start than season one. Oh yeah. Um, even though mm. I fucking hate Gojo, I do like the chemistry. And honestly, like <laughs> if they do a spinoff, this would be a good spinoff. It would yeah. be a spinoff that I watch. Anyways, I really enjoyed everything about it. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that's going to be another amazing night of the Anime Fridge. Check out our past episodes. Hit us up Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Anime Fridge. Email us at animefridge at gmail.com. I'm Brian, and that is my senpai, Atul Chan, and uh, Jenna. Bye, guys.